Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. I feel like we're lying to the listeners a little bit since it's it's actually evening, but since I always start with good morning, Vernon. Uh, good evening. Take two. Take two, my friend. Good evening. Take two. Um, so it's episode 42 on the heels of Jackie Robinson weekend, who notoriously wore number 42. And, uh, you know, a- a- any sort of reflections on a-, a pretty tremendous baseball player starting his career at at 28, and I think he won his first MVP at 30. Uh, he might have only won one MVP, but I think it was like 30, 31. So, uh, you know, a- any reflections on Jackie Robinson? Yeah, so so two things. One, what just, like, what we know about Jackie Robinson, what a great man. Like, I don't think there's really many things you could say that about that guy that we don't know that could tarnish how great of a man he was and how important Jackie Robinson is to, you know, the, the growth of this, of this nation, you know what I mean? So um, I don't know if he gets as much credit as he probably should, uh, you know, and he gets a lot of credit and it's still not enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And even just in the realm of like, you know, being a, a a civil rights activist, you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. And during that time, you know, like he, what he did was, was right up there, man. Like at that time. And then to just think he was an MVP of the league. Do you you realize in rookie of the year, do you realize like how good he had to be to be a black man at that time and win those two awards? Unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's outstanding. Like the, the skill that he had, and then to go on and live a life, you know, a, just a, a tremendously notable life, right? You know, he's consistently, you know, you hear players from the 60s and early 70s talk about getting letters from Jackie Robinson where he says, like, hey, you know, I saw you grew an afro. That's great. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I could, you know, I certainly couldn't do that. But, you know, go go ahead. Like, now that now that that's happened, it's time, like, like we can be ourselves and we and we're a part of this game and we're a part of this nation. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it, it leads me to just like a quick thought that I had. It's like Jack like every realm, right? Every realm of like every realm, every profession, everything in this country um has that the first black person, right? Like there there's always that like that that title that goes along with Oh yeah, the first black president. Oh, the first uh, you know, black female vice president. You know, the first black baseball player. Like Jackie Robinson was actually one of the first guys, you know, in in, in to terms be the of first. like Yeah, to be the first like black. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. title doesn't exist until Jackie Robinson comes around. Yeah, he's a big part of it. Yeah, and then the saddest part about of about it is that title still is is used still you know what i mean like that that's the other end of it so it's like you know it, it's interesting i just had that thought like briefly that thought just passed my mind and i was like whoa wait jackie robinson might have been one of like the first people that got acknowledged as the first black something you know what i mean yeah. um yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting Cer- certainly the first modern one right yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know exactly. and certainly the first megastar 
yeah um that i that i can think of i mean you might have like one of the jazz players like like miles or, or coltrane yeah. or dizzy yeah. gillespie or yeah for know, sure maybe louis for armstrong sure. like maybe there were yeah. a few but jack yeah but in big yes time. but in terms of like you know as far back as our generation kind of goes you know what i mean it kind of like starts with jackie robinson for like yeah. our generation like he's that first first um and it's just interesting but he you know just a great man and like just to kind of pivot real quick as we'd like to do on the show uh this is like a a, a nice little bridge to uh something i wanted to bring up just you know in, in pop culture as we do from time to time right there was a there was a series that dropped on Amazon Prime, uh, I believe, over the weekend. If not over the weekend, it's only about a week old at, at max. Um, and the name of it is is uh, th- uh, Them. And if you're a fan of, like, uh, Get Out, Us, it's not Jordan Peele, but it's a guy by the name of Little Marvin. And it has a very similar feel uh, to the film. And um, it's very much like a social horror film where it's like you know it really turns society back at you like it it basically he takes all kind of like the societal problems and he basically exposes those things using using you know your typical uh horror principles you know what i mean like there you're there's you know a little bit of like haunting in this but it's the haunting is really like the trauma that a black family in 1946 uh went through you know and that and that is becomes the ghost that's the michael myers and the jasons and you know all of the ghosts it's it's basically the trauma the trauma itself um so the film i bring it up because it's based in 1950 and i thought it was just really dope because the film is very educational one um it was pretty much a loose premise of it is it was about the the uh, great migration of the uh, from the south where, you know, uh, like literally like tens of thousands uh, millions. of blacks. Yeah, millions. Yeah. Right. I guess. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Millions of, of blacks move from the southern parts of the country to northern out west and Midwest. Chicago, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York, all of, all of those areas, D.C., you know what I mean? And uh, it pretty much starts where it ta- it shows you a little bit of the trauma that this family went through when they were in the Carolinas. Then they move out west to Compton, of all places. And it sh- then it kind of starts, and it shows you the trauma that this family went through even once they moved away from the south. It was kind of like you thought the south was bad. Well, integrating things out west and out east when the great migration first happened was was just as bad it's a whole it's a whole nother ghost still following you around yeah and it ended up you know what it, you know what it reminded me of Devin was black banking like it, it literally led to all right so no longer are we necessarily like the the west the north all of those places they you know like they were they were decent enough where they're like yeah we're not gonna hang you from trees no, we're not going to enslave you. We're not going to make you a sharecropper living on the, our land. You but know we're going to screw mean? you on your mortgage. We're going to screw you on your mortgage. We're going to take all your money. We're going to charge you five times as much for everything. Uh, we're going to exploit you as much as we can. And you know what I mean? Like, it just became this whole new system where they just, you know, you were just a plumber. So, long story short, it covered all of that. And it was one of the best things I watched. Um, 
in a while. Like that, uh, Judas and the, and the Black Messiah, like those two, I, I'd say like this year were some was some pretty big, you know, cinema, if you if you will, um, that I, I recommend to people. So it's, it's got a little bit of jumpy in it, but not much. Maybe like yeah, I'll be three watching or four scenes. Kitchen. I'm not yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like three or four scenes of jumpy, <laughs> and then the rest of it is like real life social stuff. So kind of similar to like Get Out and in Us. If the, for those people who've seen that, it, oh, it's yeah. not like it's not covered in horror. It's just like certain spots. It's got that vibe. Yeah, it does have that vibe. It, it's it's good though. Thank it's you. really good, man. Um, so and, uh, speaking of scary movies. And admitting that you watch movies from the kitchen, tell me, tell me about your uh, your thoughts about the new book and the power of vulnerability. Yes, indeed, and that was very, very. I commend you on your vulnerability there as well, <laughs> just a moment ago. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, first of all, I, I'd say um, the first thing when I li- when a, when a book starts, right? I'm the guy that's like, not that I don't believe in the whole you know, the the self-help and, you know, that world, the Tony, I, I call it the Tony Roberts world. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't believe in it, but I'm I'm the guy that's kind of like, hell no, I ain't spending no 50 bucks to go hear somebody tell me about how great I should be or actually 50 is probably too light. It might be like 200 hours to get a ticket. I think those Tony and Robinson like, seminars yeah. are like $2,500. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not, like, are you crazy? I, I'm that guy. No, so no, when no. it kicks on the, the book, it that's, I guess that's like the stage of the book, right? Like that's it's kind of like the backdrop of the book is that she's okay. basically giving you, you know, one of those. I call it Tony Roberts. I know there's more than Tony Roberts, and it is a name for it, but you know, because I don't know. No, the it's name like a motivational it. speaker. Yeah, sort yeah of motivational thing. It's got a speaker. Lot of that. Yeah, all it's of that pretty about. adjacent to that. Yes, but here's the difference. She is saying it's not the Hey, we're all born to be great millionaires. Make your money. You can be rich doing it. You know, all of that jazz. What she's done is taken like the very core principles of what this podcast is about. And basically is saying in, in her messaging is, what are you afraid of? Why do you have fear? Why are you doubting yourself? You know what I mean? Like, and just get out there. Go be seen. Be heard. You know, it's your world. Like, that's her messaging. So it's like, I, it really aligns with me. So like the one part of me, I'm like, man, I'm getting sold. But at the same time, as I'm listening to the words, I'm like, yo, this is everything we're about, man. So I, 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 I enjoyed it. I did. I really did. Yeah, I was surprised to find myself enjoying it too. But I, that was a, actually, I was thinking about the podcast specifically and like sort of the stuff that we say that we're about, which is like, you know, we don't we don't know, but we're we're gonna be honest and talk talk each other through it and just keep showing up every week and trying to do the right thing. And you hear her talking and she's like, This is sort of how I figured she's telling the story of like how she figured out that, you know, this is the sort of situations that you need. And then she talked about going to like these corporate events and doing corporate mm-hmm. speaking or whatever. How cool like, was that? Remember that? Was a, Go yeah, ahead. Was, I'll let you tell a story because it so was pretty cool. She's like, she's the, the corporate people are like, so talk about everything except don't talk about shame and vulnerability. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is, she's a shame researcher. Like, and you're like, yeah, talk about all the good stuff, the innovation, the, but don't talk about, and it, you know, it is, it is funny to me because, you know, that's one of the things that we like, 
I think have taken away in this podcast is that a lot of the steps forward that I think that we've, we've taken have been because of taking risks and that's how you make an innovation. You do a risk, but you know, uh, there's a, there's a chance that that's going to fail, right? Like technically I failed my goals for this year already, you know, but (laughs) that's because we kind of had a family pivot, right? With my wife learning to be a software engineer and like, and you know, we had to talk about that and be like, oh, well, that, that just means that we're going to do different stuff this year. And that's okay. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. And, and she, you know, it's great. Cause she even talks about how like that day she goes on stage and she gives probably the worst oh, uh, yeah. speaking engagement <laughs> ever because she's just like, you know, best saying generic stuff. And like, you know, people are great. You guys are great. This is great. You know, like that's all she was given. And she says she went home. And she was in tears as she left the place because she had she compromised everything that she was and everything that she was about. And she was like, from that day forward, it was like, never again, never again will I leave feeling that way ever again. And uh, that was pretty dope, man. That was powerful. And that's kind of like um, I look at my life just recently in, in, in parallel to that to that book. There was a moment where years ago I went through, you know, a little rocky time at, in my career. And it was actually when we were together, you know, remember that time we were together when I went through this rocky time. And when I came out of it and I managed to kind of get back on the right track as far as my career goes, I remember saying to myself, like, never again, never again will all my eggs be in this one basket and that this one thing is going to be the thing that, you know, gives me like ultimate satisfaction or the only thing that I'm looking for, for affirmation or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I need more. It can't just be that one thing. Someone, I, I don't know, you know, on social media, something you know came through and uh, I don't know who the person is, but he says something that just like resonated really well. And he goes, you know, nine to fives are cool. Like they're great. Everybody like nine to fives give you health benefits nine to five when you're engaged and that nine to five is engaged back to you. What a great partnership. It's it is a partnership. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, everyone should have something else as well. You know what I mean? I couldn't couldn't agree any stronger. Like it's. And I mean, that's part of what the show is about, right? Is that we're both trying to figure out, like we both have good, healthy nine to fives where we are succeeding at our jobs. Totally. We're trying to figure out like, what's the relationship that I can have? And, you know, we don't know, like the honest truth is that we don't know. Like I imagine a world where I'm running a software as a service business and you imagine a world where you're running like a little community market business, but we're both trying to be open to the concepts of, hey, if we keep learning and we keep working hard, we're going to end up in the right direction, ending up in the right place. And, you know, that's kind of what the the book is. And it's funny how we see these like trending sort of storylines that come along, right? Is, you know, we you hear about like the prerequisites of different people having different communities. Jackie Robinson shows up in a in a book and then now he's, you know, comes up in this story. Like, it's mm-hmm. funny how all these things are sort of tying together and makes me think that we're on a track that's the right one you know what i mean totally agree totally agree so question time right there was there was some good stuff that came out of that book right 
And I want, I want to, as I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask Devin these questions that she kind of, she posed to herself, actually, right? Sure. Um, and so the first one is, um, you know, are you vulnerable? I would say no. Uh, not that. That's not really my uh, way. I'm pretty honest and I'm pretty direct, but uh, I wouldn't say vulnerable is a thing that that I am. Okay. Okay. Uh, agree. Agree. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> agreed. Um, all right. How about, uh, you know, she had a, and there was this part in there where I wanted to ask you as well. Cause she mentioned how, you know, no one, you know, science and love, you know, doesn't really mix well, but there's one, you know, stat or I guess one scientific fact that she said, you know, scientists have proven this somehow. Right. Um, and maybe it's just through theory. And she talks about that no person can love anyone or anything more than they love themselves. Do you believe that to be true? And do you love yourself more or Sarah more, your wife? Uh, so, I mean, according to her, I love myself more. And, <laughs> and, and I, believe, I believe it because, you know, like you can give of yourself to a person and you can be available to a person and you can be you can share with a person. But like the bottom line is, is the person inside your head is you all day long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that I spend more time dealing with myself than I do dealing with her by just, you know, a tremendous amount. Right. And I think that familiarity, like I, I would say that I probably love me more than I love her, you know? Okay. And, uh, yeah. And lastly, she, had a I'm trying to think what was her other question that what other thing that she posed ah it might come to me in the next was episode it, was it the was it the fun one? Oh yeah that's what it was yes the fun one yeah. yes that's the one so she talks about how um it's important for adults to have fun like that that is a big part of kind of her study in terms of you know being confident in yourself right. is having fun do you have fun as an adult. I do. I have a lot of fun. I think so. I think that that's actually one of the things because because you know you're listening to a book like this and you're you want to be the the hero in the book. You know. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. <laughs> you want you want to be because she's like, well, twenty percent of the people are doing this thing right, and you're like, oh, I want to be one of those twenty percent. And I don't think I am, um, but I also don't think that I'm terribly far off. There's some things that I do really well, and one is definitely like have fun and try to. Uh, Try to live a life where, you know, hey, we, we both work a lot. You know, that that's a thing. And I try to have fun at work. And then we also both, like, are trying to do a work outside of work, right? But neither of them are the kinds of things that I'm looking to do. I'm not trying to, like, run away from anything by involving myself in a business or having this podcast or any of those things. I'm trying to run towards something. I, I'm not working so that I can be like, I worked harder than XYZ person or any of that stuff. Rather, what I'm trying to do is um, build a life that I enjoy and find complicated and challenging and interesting and that I'm engaged with. So mm. while I do think that maybe, you know, 
focus a little bit more on vacations or those kinds of things, that kind of stuff. But I do really think that trying to build a life that you're really engaged with, even in work, I think is valuable. Um, and I, I know that that's what you do. Like your job is super engaging, right? It's, it's complex. You're managing lots of different personalities. There's a lot of stuff that you have going on. So I know that your brain is on at work all day long. Yeah. In fact, I have the most fun when I'm at work. Like I have the most, like we've worked together before. Like I have the most fun when I'm at work. Um, and I think at times I'm like, kind of drained out of fun a little bit. I I actually have to like remind myself to turn it on when I'm home because I have the most fun. Like I I laugh all day at work. I'm smiling all day at work where, you know, having fun, whether it's with customers and my crew, you know, and I'm extremely vulnerable, you know, at all times, really. Um, You know, so at work, I'm also extremely vulnerable at work. You know, I'm the guy that, you know, even prior to being a, you know, like the 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 final say leader in the store, the I guess you can call it the guy. I was the guy. E- even now, then, like when I made a mistake, I was the guy that like send a text to everybody, like, "Hey, that was me. Sorry about that." You know what I mean? Like, like it won't happen again. Uh, you know, no excuses. Owned up. Like I'm that guy. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm that guy, and I've always been. So I'm I'm very vulnerable at work. I have fun at work. You know, and then. Even like far as like loving myself, big thing for me is every since doing this podcast, doing all those things, those are all things for me. You know, 24 under the movement, the podcast, it's all for me. And since doing all those things and really focusing on loving myself and and being focused with my happiness as an individual, it's allowed me to be a better husband, a better father, more engaged all across the board, man. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been huge, man. I, so listening to the book, it it really validated a lot of my last, I'd say, two years. My last two years, without even knowing it, I've been working towards a lot of the things that were in the book, and and it, it was all organic. It's all been organic. Yeah, I would say it's definitely true because when we last time we hung out, we were at. Uh... I think it was like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Watching yeah, one of those watching spots. Watching the Sixers, yeah. one of those spots. But yeah. chickies uh, and beets, chickies and chickies and beets. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, and so let's get we, a we right were there. Let's get a right plug just in case. <laughs> just yeah. just for the chickens people. <laughs> yeah, just in case for the future. Crab fries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you never know what, what comes out of that, right? Um, yeah, yeah, no, they, they they were uh, well, we were there. You were actually we were having this conversation. And I mean, I guess we've always been having this conversation, but we yeah, were having, I think we have, yeah. We we were having this conversation where it was like, you know, how are you evolving? What kind of life are you building? Kind of like that purposeful life conversation. I think uh, that's at been, that chicken and Pete's. I think that's been an ongoing conversation for us since probably like one of our like first five conversations. It's just been like an ongoing conversation that we've had. We've been podcasting. For like a decade now, not even knowing it, you know. Yeah, that's true. We 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 have been podcasting for about a decade now. I guess that's true. Um, all right, so here's to the next decade. What do you uh, What do you have planned for this week? Uh, so we got a pretty exciting week. Um, going back to the old neighborhood, we actually did a little work today. Just took some some promo shots. Uh, and what we're doing is this week we're doing a clean a, a clean sweep. 
um, which is basically we're going through the neighborhood and we're sweeping up and cleaning up all the trash that's that's out um, in the neighborhood on the streets, uh, front of people's stoops. We're going to go through, push brooms, trash bags, sweep it all up, clean it all up. And then we'll try and do something to, to feed, you know, all the people that help us out. So, yeah, we're hoping to get a turnout, at least like 15 people. That'd be nice uh, just to clean a block up. Nice. That seems like that seems like a good one. On my side, man, it's going to be more stuff with Sarah. I did get the new uh, process site up. I mean, it, it looks the same to anybody who visits it, but uh, I did manage to get uh, like an upgrade to our version and all that stuff done this week and uh, start dialing in some stuff there. So hopefully if I have a little bit of time, I can invest it some more time in that and kind of dial in a few things that I noticed like the footer link doesn't send you to uh, Vernon's page, that kind of stuff. So want to dial in a few things but uh yeah on my way from from that side of things so there you go man so yeah man check us out everybody go on the website devin just spoke of it the process is black and white.com uh on there you can actually get led right to all of our social media platforms but if you're on instagram just search the process is black and white uh we'll come right up same thing for facebook and also twitter all right, talk to you next week. All right. Of course. No, they're not. They're not I don't think that they're undefeatable in the same way. No, they're 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 different because like I don't know any teams. Okay. Hold on. Yes, please. Hold on a second. I'm about to make sure that we got, I think we got 23 minutes. I see 23 minutes uploaded. So as long as I can download that 23 minutes, I can then splice it right on the end. But yeah, I agree, dude. Like, like that they're not. It wouldn't shock me to see them face a tough series and explode. Well, they have. Well, they have to harden. Especially now. Oh yeah, that's true. He 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 does like play sort of a a second. He does play a secondary role to cert to certain types of players. Yeah, no, stop. No, definitely not. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I it, 
I remember KD, you know, when that team was young. KD was the everybody loves OKC guy. You know what I mean? And, but after that, he kind of was just like, oh, I guess I'll just go ring chasing. Which is fine. Like, I don't have any problem with somebody ring chasing, by the way, just to clarify. It was Russ, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the weird thing about Russ, well, the weird thing about Kevin Kevin Durant, I guess, is that is that like he he loves, he fits anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, no, they they don't. They they kind of like have a worldview, and they're like, this is this is how it is. Yeah, that's a good point. That is interesting. Well, yeah. Well, the, the the thing is, is that, you know, they had the prettiest of all pretty boys. Like, Steph is the, you know, of all of them. But he's he's also like, he you know, it's not because he, he's not trying to be. He just, it just happens to be. You know what I mean? So, all right, hold up. I, I, I just figured out, I'm going to figure out where we're at. Hang on. Let's see. Uh, see how this goes. I think it's right at the Chicken and Pete's shout out. We can pick it up. Can you hear me? Alright, hold up. <laughs> okay. So you just said we've been podcasting for like a decade now without even knowing it. That's the last thing that you said. And then I'll and then I'm gonna send you a new link. 